David Wax is here, Suze Slezak and Philip Mayer doing percussion, uh, perhaps playing, I think, a cajon as I poked my head in there. Yeah. But they are, uh, they are here and uh, ready to play some music for us and chat with us a bit. It's our pleasure. Thanks for having us. Yeah. This is a legit community radio station. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're super impressed and, and honored to be here. We're going to start with a song. Uh, we just released a record two days ago. This is the first time we're playing since the record came out. And uh, this is a, a song we, we just uh, debuted a music video on spin.com for this song. It's called Harder Before It Gets Easier. hard you can barely breathe you've been sobbing so hard you can barely breathe you've been stitching your heart on the outside of your sleeve you've been stitching your heart on the outside of your sleeve you've been wrung out and been down with grief in the ocean of time this moment will be brief will be Gonna get harder before it gets easier. Oh, I know it's gonna get harder 
we are going to play a song that um, is from our, our last record, Everything is Saved. And it's a song called Yes, Maria, Yes, that I know uh, you guys have been playing here at the station. And um, This song has a, a particular connection to this area of the world, which is um, that we, we came out to, to Boulder to film a beautiful music video of this song, and we had this troupe of incredible young female dancers who, who danced out in the beautiful landscape here um, with us, and uh, we danced to this song. So you can see that probably on our website, or if you look up Yes, Maria, Yes video, and uh, it goes, goes to this song. Tell me who will 
wedding cake it. Yes, Marie, yes. No, Marie, no. David Wax Museum performing live here on your airwaves right here at KGNU. Just uh, really outstanding to have them in here. David Wax, Sue Slezak, and Philip Mayer on the percussion. David, I, I guess I'll start with you because it, it seems like this musical journey of your yours has kind of led to what has evolved into the sound of David Wax Museum. Yes. Um, I first went down to Mexico. I'm, I'm originally from Missouri and so grew up kind of playing, you know, folk music and alt country and, and getting exposed to a lot of bluegrass. But when I was in college, I spent my first summer after my freshman year down in Mexico, in rural Mexico, in a, an area called La Huasteca, about eight hours north of Mexico City. And I was first uh, introduced while I was doing volunteer work down there in these communities, uh, introduced to son Huasteco or Wapango music. It's rural folk music that's played as a trio with a big fat guitar called a wapanguera. It looks like a guitarron um, with a little jarana that's similar to the one that I'm playing right now and a violin, and um, I fell in love with this music, and um, it took me a long time before I actually thought I would ever try to learn to play it, but I just became an an instant fan and got involved in in dancing and just going to all the community events where these trios were playing music. And um, so I kept finding myself back down in Mexico over the years, and then when I graduated from college, I went back down on a fellowship and spent the year just studying Mexican folk music and actually finding great teachers to learn from, buying these new instruments, these little Mexican guitars called jaranas, uh, learning the traditional songs, going to every uh, possible fandango, uh, which is kind of like a Mexican hootenanny I could find all over the country. And um, and when I got back to Boston, which is where I'd been previously, um, I met Suze here. And uh, that was in two, 2007, five years ago. And that's when we started the band. And um, kind of have slowly over the, the last five years been finding ways to kind of find inspiration and kind of um, get a lot of kind of a rich, fertile space of ideas um, that, that comes from this Mexican folk music that I love and that I've been studying. And so we've been using the instruments, thinking about the song structures. Um, initially, we were doing a lot of songs that were kind of translations or arrangements of these traditional folk songs from Mexico, but it's evolved into kind of just taking all sorts of, of great ideas and um, inspiration from this music and kind of doing our own thing with it. And um, and hopefully that's what's expressed in, in this new record that we just put out. Yeah, I think th- this new record is sort of not really a departure in it in in many ways, but it seems that the ba- the rhythmic bass is really the thing that gets carried on the most, and then you're just kind of expanding from that. I remember reading something about when you were trying to learn these songs, it would be hard to kind of remember all the lyrics, and that's kind of how the lyrical replacements of some of the bass of some of these songs have come into play. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it does expand quite a bit in the in the new record. What what for you do you think are the differences between the, the new record and, and where you were previously to that? Well, I think that um, the way we've been thinking about it recently and talking about it is that hopefully it's a more sophisticated um, melding of the two styles. And I think that the more that we continue to blur that line so that there's not a clear distinction between the songs that are inspired by the Mexican folk music and the, the songs that come more from an Americana um, 
framework. Um, I think the more that we can blend that difference, the more interesting that things start to get. And, um, and so we were always challenging ourselves in the studio to think about ways that if there was a song that was maybe started out very clearly inspired by a Mexican folk song, what can we do to it that takes it out of that realm and that draws on the other things that we love and, and are inspired by, like where the, the synthesizers and the organs come in, where do you know the, uh, the electric guitar, come, where does that come in? And, um, you know, and then for the songs that had more of a, a bedrock, kind of in a straightforward Americana tradition or idiom, then we were like, okay, where can we bring the, me- the weird Mexican instruments and rhythms in? And where can we kind of draw on ideas from the Mexican strain of things to, to liven this up and to give it a different texture? And so I think that hopefully that um, is done in a way that feels kind of more sophisticated and mature now that we've been doing it for quite a while. Well, it seems to it seems to be meshing together pretty seamlessly. I think in the in the new recording, and uh, we just got here in the studio, so it's it's just starting to take flight okay. on our airwaves, which is great. Um, so, speaking of weird instrumentation, I should bring up uh, Sue's the the piece of uh, percussion that you're working with there, which is uh, I believe it's called a quijada. Yeah, great great pronunciation there. It's a, a quijada means jaw. It's the jawbone of a donkey, so it's um. A traditional Mexican instrument uh, that they play in southern Veracruz and the teeth are still in their sockets loose in their sockets so when you hit against the side of the jaw the teeth rattle like this and then I have a little traditional broken drumstick that I use to scrape across the teeth and make the other sounds and f- and for you your your um, background initially was in kind of like old-timey music and, and Celtic music yeah so how did that how did you start to gravitate towards this kind of sound when when the two of you met was that a, a difficult transition or well um it's true i grew up in in rural virginia and played a lot of old-time music growing up and also studied classical and irish music but i think that because it's always been a, a blending of the styles I kind of bring <laughs> bring what I have grown up with to the table, and um, we've found a way to make it make it work together. Um, I've picked up a couple new instruments along the way, I, like the the donkey jawbone, and also I've been starting to play some accordion. Um, so that's helped bring some of the Mexican sound in. But um, David's done a lot more focused study in in in, in Mexico. Though the whole the band was down there last year, and um, I got to see my first real fandango, and it's incredibly exciting, moving experience to to be there for the see all the dancing and all the instruments. I think that maybe the traditional background uh, helps blend these things together, makes it a little easier to move uh, within genres as you as you kind of create this new sound that you're developing. But it. Again, it sounds great, and I, I just really want to point out to everyone again, if you're just tuning in, uh, David Wax Museum is here performing live. Um, we'll let you get back to uh, some more music. I think you have a couple more tunes uh, sure for do. us. Okay. David Wax Museum here live on KGNU. All right. This is another new song from the, the record that just came out this week. This is called Leopard Girl. One, two, three. Well, I 
easel and your brush Not well versed in art But I know this much You make me hold in something Maybe a rose or a rosary You'll bring out the death in my face Or show me younger than you know me to be I want to know how I look through your eyes You're not a mirror, so there are things that I can't hide They say, don't trust lovers who kiss, kiss, kiss with eyes open wide The words and the truth do everything but collide <laughs> Girl, marked by the leopard in a mother's womb. When she was younger, they kept her locked in the storage room. When she came of age and went out in the world, some people saw a leopard, oh, so beautiful girl. Recognize you from a distance They should know you better Than to need visual assistance
up here with um, the uh, single from our, our new record that um, it's called Will You Be Sleeping? It's the first song on, on the new record, Knock Knock Get Up. And um, there's a, a great, uh, actually two-part music video that came out with the, with the song where it's two different dream sequences. Um, and uh, it's pretty wild. Suze's in it with a nine-foot-long albino boa constrictor. So if you want to see her holding a nine-foot-long boa constrictor, albino boa constrictor, you got to check out this Will You Be Sleeping music video. So here we go. Thank you so much for, for listening. Thanks to supporting uh, independent music. Uh, great to be here. Thank you very much. Yeah.